Welcome to Old Town New World. We're here in Old Town Rock Hill, South Carolina at the Revan Studio. This is Jason Broadwater. This is Christopher Bay. Well said. Thank you. We're here to talk about the ever-changing world of Small Town USA. Welcome to the podcast, uh... Uh, we have, of course, you know, Silent Micah with us back there. Silent Micah, you want to yell something? Well yelled, oh, wow. well yelled. Nice um, pipes. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> Woo, he can sing. Woo. Uh, woo, doggy. Yeah. Chris, how are you, man? Pretty dang good. Good. You look handsome. Thank you. Yeah, I like I your shirt. Is that Homer Simpson? Yeah, Simpson? this is Homer Sinsan. <laughs> That's Sensei Homer? Yes, yeah, this is Homer. <laughs> this is Homer Sans Serif. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, and now I, you know what kind of like high fashions we wear. On yeah, the right. Show. <laughs> hey, that's a nice. That's a nice shirt. Is that Homer Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> like Did you tape shirt. the collar on that shirt? <laughs> and our actual guest is not TJ Bravo, but TJ Boggs. Welcome, TJ. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, we, just in case anybody's wondering, I'm wearing a full tuxedo. Right. Yes. yes. So. Um, underneath that. T-shirt. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's hot. Yeah. What is that T-shirt, actually? Uh, nerve Endings. There's a band? band from Tennessee, this really awesome punk band huh. that you should check out. Well, we should start there, man. You said punk, you said band, you got my interest. So you're a musician, right? Yes. Uh, attempt to be, I guess. Okay. <laughs> what do you play? Uh, bass. I can play some guitar, too. Okay. Bit, but bass is my focus, I guess, if... Okay. If there is one. Are you in a band? Uh, I play in Legs, and I, I'm starting to play with Blame It on Bart. Nice, which, which is, is new. an awesome band. Yeah, nice. I'm really excited about that. So Legs has a lot of Gs in it, right? Yes, three Gs three on the Legs. Three Gs, okay. Wow, uh, I didn't know you guys were like that. Yeah. I didn't take you so seriously. Well, like yeah, we're not even just one G. Yeah. <laughs> See, this was a lot better a couple years ago when 3G was like a phone thing. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even what it was about, but... We well, so now it's 4G, it, and you're going to have to get another G. Yeah, that's, we can't afford the printing cost. Oh, right. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, that puts you in a whole different yeah. stratosphere. The so, big marquee signs. No, know? seriously, like when you have shows, do you say, no, guys, for real, there are three Gs on the end of the... Uh, sometimes they'll say leggagagas. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, I don't know. We don't point out it. Like that store, okay. that store, that store, Greg. It's like H-A-T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But your your name is a reference to the, like the '80s pantyhose thing, right? Well, yeah, it, it's well. Sean wanted to name our singer wanted to name it Legs, and then I was like, well, we should spell it wrong or something, so it's not just Legs. Like with a I K. feel like that's gonna be yeah, like Limbiscuit <laughs> style. Yeah, um, and uh, just spell just, it A R M. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> just to kind of set good. us apart from. You know the word legs, and we had two G's, and then that got confusing, I guess, with the pantyhose company. So yeah, we added actually, another one. Added See, another but G. that's what I got. So it. Now that's not confusing at all. You yeah. just added another G. Yeah, perfectly yeah. solved that problem. Yeah, it's right. a real maze. It's a real labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you listen to the music, it'll probably make sense. So, yeah. what kind of? I know this is the worst question to ever ask a band, but um, what 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 do y'all sound like? What kind of music is it? Uh. Broadly, it's punk rock. Okay. Yes, but I don't know. We uh, we have some spacey elements in there. Okay. Um, we try to get a little dancey sometimes huh. if we can. A little dancey, like uh, tap. Uh, no, like disco. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, have y'all played? Y'all you played at uh, Mike's uh, festival here? Yes, don't uh, sweat it fast. Don't sweat it fast. Yes, yeah. TJ is an integral part of the courtroom and don't sweat it fast. Oh, really? Well, okay. I, I attempt to be. Okay. I, I'm just kind of like pushing myself onto Mike Gentry. Like, no, I hear you. Hey, man, yeah. let I me do that. this. Yeah. Let me do this. Yeah. I saw you doing that. That's great. In the alley. Yeah, I, and I, like, I started to step in, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I got I'm trying to then, help you. This and then is later, you saw him drowning. Yeah. Years later, <laughs> exactly. And, do, 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 yeah. do, 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 he do, came do. to my show, <laughs> and I was with my band Genesis. Yes. And, and I was like, Have you guys? I'm sorry, I got to go down saw, this rabbit hole. Have you ever heard that urban legend about the Genesis song? In the, or what's the name of it? In the air tonight? Yeah. yeah. Right. Is that I've the heard one? the the part where he saw him kill, uh, rape somebody, and then saw him drowning. I, the part where he came to one of his shows, was added on to me later. Oh, yeah, it's an <laughs> urban legend that that song, because the narrative of the song is alluding to that kind of a thing, but it became this urban legend that it was a real thing, and that Phil Collins, like, the silliest part of the urban legend is that Phil Collins had written the song, and he debuted it when the murderer was at the show, and he sang it to him in the front row. Uh, that's hilarious. And that is the, we, only in the 80s <laughs> do you perpetuate that kind of stupidity. Yeah. Man. I remember, I don't know what was... We should bring what, that back. What was wrong with people in the 80s, man? <laughs> Dude, I think that was any time. That's just when you were uh, more susceptible. I guess so, yeah. You, yeah. Everyone believed the weirdest, dumbest things in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was before the internet, so you I guess that's it true. to find yeah. out. Now nobody, it's you on Facebook or whatever, nobody ever puts fake memes or anything on no, Facebook. No, nothing's ever fake. Yeah. No, that's true. All that yeah. information it's, is legitimate. It's accurate, yeah. yeah. Uh, my history comes from memes. I have uh, <laughs> basically understand everything from memes. Um, so, TJ, where are you from, man? Uh, I'm originally from Georgia, outside of Atlanta. Okay. And I moved uh, to Clover, South Carolina. Wait, what? Uh, really? When I was about... 13. Where did you go to school? Uh, Clover High School. Clover High School? Yeah. Did you start at the middle school, though? Uh, I started at the junior high, yeah, the when I was in seventh high. grade. Okay. My son's in Clover Middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they used to split it up To a junior high. Yeah, high. right. So. Okay, cool. And then you graduated from Clover High. When would that have been? 2005. 2005. Okay, yeah. cool. Were you into music then? Oh, yes. Uh, I actually played in a band with Silent Micah over here. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, Polish Micah, Friday. Silent Micah was on vocals, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Silent, yeah. Wow, Silent great. Micah. That was awesome. He just ripped it up. <laughs> it just shredded. Like... All the, pa- <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, all the paper in this office oh. is now shredded. We have to throw it all away. Could, were those original lyrics? That he? The that was just... original, yeah. Wow. Here it is. Here's wow. another yeah. little ditty. Uh, uh, you wrote that. That wasn't... Because yeah. that sounds like something on the radio. Yeah. It does, yeah. De- like a dead air kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> dead air on the radio, yeah. yeah. Automated radio systems, yeah. yes. So in, in high school, you were in a band with Micah. Yeah, we were in, uh, and actually the uh, singer for Legs was in that band with us, too. Legs the Pantyhose Company? Legs the Pantyhose Company. Oh, no, Legs company. the Band. Yeah, right. singer yeah. from Three that company G's. in the 80s. Like a, 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 a corporate <laughs> singer. Yeah, <laughs> that Phil Collins was in. <laughs> we uh, need to have a, sing, a, a position in Revenge just sing a corporate singer. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys have a corporate singer? <laughs> wow, you don't even have a corporate singer. <laughs> Whoa. we got to start introducing that to <laughs> and see what people say. <laughs> Here's your account manager. He's designer. He's corporate singer. There's um, <laughs> corporate it, jazz harmonica. It needs to, the corporate singer needs to be like a bodybuilder with long hair. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like course. the guy from uh, Wayne Lost Boys, right? Like from what Wayne? <laughs> yeah. Okay, from Bob oh Wayne. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, down the street. Okay. Um, oh yeah, Sean. Lost Boys, the guy that's all like yeah. covered in glaze. He yeah. was Tina He's... Turner's uh, saxophonist too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 
Thunderdome. <laughs> in the Thunderdome, I think. Yeah. I love how you said he was glazed. Like totally like, the things I can think about when you say that is like at Golden Corral when they have the like, chocolate fountain. Yeah. <laughs> they, he just banged it yeah. in. <laughs> he has to stop by Golden Corral. That guy came out of the Golden yeah. Fountain. <laughs> so you played in the band with Micah in high school. Did you play uh, in the band at high school? No, no. I, I know very little about music. Technically, <laughs> like I know power chords and just kind of learned off of that and watching other people and listening, really. Well, I mean, um, that's what, you know, kind of brought me to punk to begin with, you know, was the the whole idea that, uh, and it's just, you know, been oversaid. And it, anytime you watch an interview with Ian McKay, it's going to be the main theme of the interview. But the point is, is that we didn't have to think that other people, only other people can do this, that like you right. have to be rich and famous to do this. You this just is attainable. Yeah. yeah. You just pick up the instrument and do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, uh, really, that, there was a drummer who lived in my neighborhood who was in a band called Don't Tell Dick and just hanging out with them. And awesome. they were really s- simple songs. But I was like, yeah, yeah, those guys yeah are right. Right. I need to hear more of this. And that's really what got me into it and made me want to do something. That's cool. So they would like practice in the local house and play yeah, local yeah, shows. Play in the, and they actually played shows with Chris's band, I believe. Mm-hmm. Didn't they play oh, with yeah, Young Time Fury? Awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it's funny how it, it, it goes on from generation to generation because, like, you know, I remember sitting and watching bands practice and being like, this is awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like. I I need to do this. Yeah, this is right. What it got to to a point of, with me, like this is something I can do and I need to. Yeah, like it just has to happen. That's cool, man. Very cool. So you, um, in your day job, are an audio engineer, right? Yes, yeah, so a producer run the board for John Hancock on WBT Radio. Okay, so educate me on um. History's John Hancock? Yes, uh, the, from the Constitution. From the, co- the Constitution's yeah. very own He's John Hancock? He's so old. <laughs> He's so old. So old. I imagine so. His eyesight's so bad he signs his name really yeah. big on every check. And, it's ridiculous. And pretty much all he does is sign his name all They day won't long. take yeah. checks yeah. from yeah. him. That's all he can do yeah. at this point. And it's not even a sign anymore. It's just a stamp. Yeah. So, um, so educate me on uh, the difference between... Uh, a producer and an audio engineer. Well, I guess it is the same, but I I do uh, I book guests uh, okay. and deal with the website and so it's more than just more than just sound. Yeah, itself. it's more than just you know pushing the buttons, but that's what I play it down to be. Okay, and what just, kind of show is that? It's a it's a talk. Uh, st- he tries to stay less political, but uh-huh. mostly it's political. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, no especially what- especially you know lately within the last two years. Right. Yeah, I yeah. think what you just Whenever. said is true for every single one of us. Oh, it's so yeah. terrible. <laughs> you oh. try to stay not political, but you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's a struggle with my life having to deal with that sure. every day. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, people have some really terrible views about the world. So, are yeah. you, do you find yourself uh, running sound? almost giving voice to people who you're listening to them talking, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, man, this is awful. Uh, no, I, tr- I try not to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, like in a, on a regular radio? Is that what you mean? Like, Yeah, like when you're um, producing the show, you know, there's going to be guests on it that disagree with you, obviously. And I mean, Yeah, well, I don't do any talking on 
I'm, I'm silent, Mike. Right, right, right. Yeah. So when you're running it, you're kind of running sound and putting it out onto the radio. You're part of the machine that right. is putting this kind of thing out there. Do you do you say, okay, well, I'm I'm separate from that because I'm you know working a job to produce this and he, he he's freedom of speech. He can say whatever he wants. Right. Or do you sometimes feel like, God, I don't want to even oh, be part of this. That's right where I am. Oh, right really? Now, actually. Really? Like, yeah. Uh, and it's it's not always like this. That's yeah. the but with the political seasons, specifically this one. I've been at the radio station for ten years now, and uh, it's it mellows out after the election season, right? Of course, mm-hmm. to yeah. where it, we can talk about, hey, what's better, creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Right. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't have to be about. Left or right, and, yeah, yeah, you know. or like. By the way, they cured cancer last year. Yeah, all these yeah, other things exactly. That we can now talk about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's just I'll be so glad when December comes around. I oh, guess. Really? Funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I think that people in uh, doing the job that you do, it's funny how often uh, you know. I don't want to, you know. There's no extreme stereotypes one way or the other, but it is funny how every single election cycle. It's one after another where the like Republican Party uses some band's music and the band yeah. is outraged and Susan or whatever because it's like if you are cre- it's so funny how it's just like creative people don't seem to be like Republican right you know? yeah. and it's, it's like continually to... it's this big issue to the point that I'm just like I don't know if I don't know why they don't just be like you know what no more music well, no more that, art man yeah. <laughs> the the tendency of creative people to be more liberal is where the whole um, accusation from the right side of right. the media being a liberal uh you know whatever being liberal in nature came from and and there was and there was validity to that argument from the right's perspective because creative people did tend to be more liberal and the creative people were in the media but the counter force against that is that those creative people work for like a giant corporate machine, right, yeah, which yeah. tends to be extremely conservative. Mm-hmm. So you have the conservative agenda coming down from the people who write everybody's check, and you have the kind of liberal kind of agenda, if it's not even a stated agenda, almost perspective, coming from the people who do the actual creative work. And you have this incredible tension that lives yeah, in between, you know? It's, it's funny, too, though. I don't. I wish I could remember who it was. I could stop and research it, but I'm not going to. Somebody tweeted, some famous person tweeted the other day. It was like, they were talking about the um, the DNC or whatever, and they were like, uh, it was like about, about to come on an hour or whatever, and it's like, where are my crust punks and tech billionaires at? <laughs> it's, like, it's funny how that's like true. So it's like yeah. the idea that we finally do at least have, we have billionaires now that aren't always conservative. Right, yeah. Once. The yeah. tech billionaires, the, the fast... Super quick billionaires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they if they had earned it, yeah, they would they be, be conservative? Yeah, they haven't right. let the the money turn them right yet. <laughs> so you are uh, you? Would you say you're from Clover? Or I do say I'm from Clover. Most okay. Of the time. Um, yeah, no, would you say I, that right now? Oh, I'm you, from Clover. Don't say yeah. it. Just <laughs> would, you, <laughs> would you be willing to do that on camera? <laughs> uh, this is getting nervous again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Are you, uh, where do you live now? I, I live in like three minutes from right here, downtown. Oh, okay. Right from downtown. Oh, okay, so that's how you're able to be involved with Mike in the courtroom. Right, yeah. I, I'm i here. Uh, a show's happening. I'm like, hey, put me to work. I'm yeah. here. Very cool. Yeah, that's what Mike needs, man. That's great. So um, what do you see in store for the courtroom? I, I'm hoping we can continue and... Because we uh, we did a lot of uh, 
promotion for Don't Sweat It Fest this last year, and just finding out how many people had never heard of the courtroom, never seen a show right. there, like, kind of surprised me. People that, I mean, stereotyping, I guess, just judging people straight from their looks, but feel like they should know what the courtroom is right, and the yeah. music mm-hmm. that, like... You listen to a heavier style of music or something. We have those bands sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, I I think there's a lot of room to grow it and make it uh, a little more sustainable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess well, well let me say this just in case, uh, just for our listeners, I guess. Um, the courtroom, we talk about it a lot on this show, so I kind of uh, am guilty of just going right over without defining it but the courtroom is a venue here in downtown rock hill it's in an old historic courthouse and um it has a lot of shows and the shows are they're punk rock in character not necessarily in genre or Mm -hmm. sound of music i mean it might be a bluegrass band or whatever but it's it's punk rock in it's do-it-yourself diy kind of in in character and spirit Um, more so necessarily than genres, but I would say the probably the major majority of sounds that come through there are a, a heavier, louder kind right, of right, right. sound. Yeah, for sure. But uh, the other thing, you know, like you were saying, it's not all the fast, loud, and heavy. It's right. sometimes there's some so- softer, lighter, poppier. I don't know. Is that a bad word to say? No, absolutely. Bands that uh, those lavender whales just played a couple weeks ago, and they're fantastic. And they're it's not really something I would normally listen to because it's kind of dreamy, poppy mm-hmm. kind of music. But man, they put on a killer show, yeah, awesome. And it just that whole atmosphere is worth going to, yeah, yeah. I think like, I mean, it's, it's it's I think it says a lot about what punk is because that's always a conversation that people want to have. What is punk? But I think it really speaks to whatever punk is. That and this has been the case since like CBGB or I'm sure before that. Um, you can have a punk club where a bluegrass band can play, a right. jazz band can play, right. a vocal group can play anyone can play there you're never going to find a bluegrass venue where you're going to have a black metal band right Right. i mean that's never going to happen i think it says a lot about whatever elusive thing it is that is punk that i've never known a punk venue where you could where you couldn't go there and possibly see pretty much anything right yeah yeah no i agree with that and i think um and i'm sure this gets blurred in trying to run a bar and run a business and run a venue because you know it's always got to pay the bills got to pay the electricity got to pay whatever um so money you know gets in there but aside from that the spirit of it all is about the anybody can do this we're all equals in this room anybody can pick up an instrument and rock out and it just you know go organize yourself a band man and you can play too you know yeah <laughs> that's the spirit of it all you know uh so what do you think tj about uh, downtown Rock Hill. I mean, you you grew up in Clover. You know that there wasn't much here. I mean, I imagine yeah. you know there wasn't much here, and uh, now there is more here. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of life coming into downtown. Yeah, and, I mean, a record store in downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> there's a. I mean, for my taste, a cool punk rock venue. Yeah, that does shows. Uh, great restaurants. It's just. It's a neat place to be and to hang out. Do you think that's important? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why I live three minutes down the road. Okay. So, so I can 
come hang out here. Yeah. I mean, so if this stuff wasn't happening in the courtroom, these restaurants, um, you know, the, the, the momentum that you can feel going on down here, you'd probably move somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had, um, my girlfriend and I lived in Charlotte for a year, and we decided to come back here because it's not, it's not as busy, I guess, as Charlotte. You don't have to get into traffic just to go to the store. Right, yeah. But it has cool things here. There's yeah. a lot of things here that, and it's growing. Yeah. A lot of things here that are worth doing. Absolutely. I see that happening all over the country, man. It's like you don't have to go. Like you said, you don't, you don't have to go and tolerate all the negatives of like Charlotte. And, I, and Charlotte's great. I'm not down on Charlotte. I love right. Charlotte. Yeah. But, um, but there are a lot of negatives. that, Like you said, I mean, it's, it's a pain, man, to, yeah. to drive anywhere and do yeah. anything. You know? I, sometimes I won't go to events in Charlotte. I mean, it's a 30-minute drive now. Yeah. But, you know, I won't go to events in Charlotte just because of the hassle of it. Yeah. It's like... I don't want to have to deal with parking in <laughs> downtown. Right. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. It, and the, the thing about traffic is Charlotte's not all that bad. Like, when you look yeah, at other cities, yeah. it, like Atlanta not, or not DC at or others. Yeah. But Charlotte's parts of it can get pretty I mean, bad, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that's fascinating. It's happening all over the country where you have these smaller cities that are often satellites to larger cities that people are choosing over the larger city because you still have, like, we can go to the airport in Charlotte. We can be, if we want to go to Blumenthal, for, you know, for something, we can. So it's not like... Want to go to Red Lobster? If you want yeah. to go to Red Lobster. It's not inaccessible, yet we don't deal with all that every day. Right, yeah. Yeah. You have all the cool things you could do week to week, but if you want to go to something, there's a big city. Absolutely, man. So how do you see um, audio engineering and production... I mean, what would be the kind of, what's the dream gig in that? Oh, wow. I don't even know. Um, I just kind of, I like the excitement of really doing what I'm doing, and it's different every day. Yeah. I mean, aside from the political stuff. Right, you know, right, right. There, even with the political stuff, actually, there's a different conversation every day, um, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I like that. Like, there's been opportunities for me to move up and maybe be at a production in a production setting but I don't necessarily want to be trapped in a room by myself right all day you know so so the variety of what you're doing is, right is yeah good. that's yeah. interesting to say that because that is my dream to be trapped, trapped in a room <laughs> alone all day <laughs> yeah that's the hey that's the goal yeah yeah that's yeah the different goal. strokes for different folks <clears throat> yeah right. Recording 60-second commercials, though. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Although I'll say that for the correct answer, when, and when, when someone says, what's the dream audio engineer job, you say, you're an audio engineer and also unlimited wishes. Oh, right. That's okay. the correct answer. I, I like to drive my daughter crazy um, by saying, um, she'll say, if you have one wish, what would you wish for? And I'll say, I wish for one more wish. She's like, what? She's like, why don't you wish for unlimited wishes? I was like, At least nope, two? Just one. And she's like, well, then what would you do with that wish? Oh. I was like, I'd wish for one more. <laughs> so frustrating. She's like, Cause, this is terrible. Plus, because she, you know, she wants to have a conversation where you say the thing that you want real bad. And right. you just want like, I'm just like, no. wishes. Yeah. I'm like, one more wish. You're wish greedy. <laughs> yeah, you're wish greedy. I only need one. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anywho. So, um, is Legs playing soon? Legs is writing songs right now. Uh, okay. We, our drummer moved to Charleston for a little while, and he just moved back to town. So we're kind of moving away from 
the old songs that we've been playing for too long and trying to write a whole new set at least before we play nice. we don't have anything scheduled right now have y'all recorded do you have an album out yes we uh we have legs presents a space goddessy and it's on <laughs> spotify awesome. nice and Bandcamp. is it uh like a full length album? yes LP? it's uh 18 tracks I oh think. wow yeah it's a rock opera wow. oh, okay wow <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the quotation yeah marks. gotcha gotcha it's about a pinball wizard yeah Nice. We basically wrote a bunch of songs, and then our drunk friend wrote, uh, started talking about a story and tried to connect them all, and then we just went with it. Okay. So <laughs> that's how it became a rock opera. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Your drunk uh, friend, like a homeless person? Well, he did live in a van in my driveway for a little oh, while. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Is this Chris Farley? Yeah. <laughs> Is this the ghost of Chris Farley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's just a dirty hippie. That's oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> But my best friend in the whole world. So I see. So you're allowed to just call him drunk instead. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Okay. He lives in Colorado now, anyway. Oh, know. he doesn't know what's happening. So, um, all right. So day job is production engineering at a radio station. Yes. Uh, evening is uh, hanging out in downtown Rock Hill and being part of the courtroom movement. Yes, as it is. That's- and then your creative outlets are uh, is your band. Yes. And legs, and then you said blame it on Bart. Band? Uh, Bart. Yeah, Tell us we, about that band. Uh, it's a it's a like a pop punk band, I guess. Uh, and I I've only practiced with them one time, so uh, so they're an existing band. Yes, they're an exi- okay. existing band whose bass player moved to Colorado. Gotcha. Different guy, but uh, yeah. <laughs> same uh, state. Yeah, same yeah. right. Um, and we're actually I'm actually practicing with them on Saturday. Awesome. Oh, okay. And I think we're playing a show September second oh, at cool. the courtroom. Oh so nice. I'll be there Hopefully. for sure. Yeah. Is this a Rock Hill band? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. Mostly. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you find that people are coming down from Charlotte to the courtroom? Uh yeah. I have seen uh we had a show on Friday night and there was a lot of people there that I that didn't look familiar. Yeah, which that's always good to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. Hey, this is new faces. Yeah, um, very so cool. I I think so. I think it, we are drawing some attention. Also, it's an all ages venue, so that probably helps with the Charlotte crowd. Yeah, at least a little bit. Well, in a couple of weeks, David Childers is playing, and he's at like, the courtroom. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's an incredible songwriter. <clears throat> Dude, I remember that name from Asheville. He was like. Mm-hmm. One of the singer-songwriter guys that was always around. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. He, I, I want him to, like, narrate my life. <laughs> yeah, he's an amazing voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was always on 88.7 uh, WCW, oh, the yeah, radio station up in Nashville. Yeah, very cool. Hear the train? Uh, no. You didn't hear I'm the train? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what train? It, it, it's coming. The trains are coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a ghost train. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> You you said you've mentioned your girlfriend several times. Yes. Do y'all uh, live together here? Or? Yes, yes, we do. Is she from around here? She's from Fort Mill, actually. Okay. I th- she was born in Charlotte, but she I can't remember when she moved down here or to Fort Mill. Okay. Um, but she spent most of her time in Rock, or Fort Mill. Okay, very cool. When she was a baby, she was like, this is too much traffic. Yeah. Ah, Charlotte, get out of uh-huh. here. <laughs> Tweet. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Hill Deep is going to have a booming downtown in a few years. <laughs> I can't take this. So um, I, I'm fascinated when people move to Rock Hill and find it cool. Because, you know, I grew up here and believed it was, like, the opposite of cool. Yeah. I, yeah. And I probably you probably thought that about Clover growing up. Yeah. I thought that about Rock Hill yeah, growing up. Yeah, right. And then until 
I mean, within the last five to ten years, really after I got out of high school, I guess, you know, Rock Hill wasn't the place to be. Right. And Clover definitely wasn't the place to be. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but, but now, I mean, it's, a, it's now, changed. Yeah, now it's a, it could be a destination to live. I, I feel like it's a great place to live. That's great. Man. And spend your time. Yeah, that's great to hear. I hope that more people um, are, are getting that message. I love to see when people come down from Charlotte or come up from Columbia to a courtroom show or something. Because yeah. when I was growing up, man, I mean, nobody came to Rock Hill from Charlotte right. at all you know, yeah. for anything. Or for cigarettes and gas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. But Just not for anything positive, you know what I mean, at yeah. all. Yeah, so it's very cool to think that uh, people are like, yeah, let's go down to Rock Hill, man. They got something really cool going on down there. Yeah, I'm, it's exciting to feel a part of it, I guess. Yeah. That ground floor feeling. Yeah, yeah I got it. I, yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. Chuck Berry came sure. through Rock Hill, or he said he did in a song. That's when it started. That's yeah. yeah. No, he skipped by a rock. Skip. That's it. I'm oh, sorry. So right. it's actually so bad. Yeah, he skipped yeah. by a rock yeah. hill. Right. Dang well, it. that was before uh, Marty McFly influenced his music yeah. heavily. Oh, yeah. He may have. He may have went with Rock Hill after that. Right. Yeah. After his cousin Marvin Berry <laughs> let him hear <laughs> Marty McFly. Cool, man. Well, is there anything that we, we'd like to share with the the millions of people that listen to this podcast in terms of? Um, we've talked about your band legs. Um, we talked about your band. Bart. Blame it on Bart. Blame it on Bart. <laughs> Y'all have a, a release out on Spotify. Yes. Uh, legs, legs Us. Legs Us. And then you, you might be playing a show beginning here of August, right? Uh, September, September 2nd, I believe, is Blame It on Bart at, at the, the courtroom. courtroom in Rock Hill. Yes. Um, are, is there any, are there any websites people should check out? Uh, we're on Facebook. Okay, uh, cool. Blame It on Bart's not on Facebook yet, okay. but Legs, Legs is on Facebook. With three Gs, at three least. Three Gs. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Go get to give them at least three. At least, yeah. yeah. Just at start least. typing Gs if it auto-corrects for you. <laughs> start Perfect. dialing G. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <clears throat> Very cool. Chris, anything you want to shout out, throw in? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. You're done. Not a thing. Damn it, Chris. I'm through. Look, we need to talk <laughs> off air. <laughs> <laughs> this is not working out. Yeah. <laughs> it should be on the air. That'd be. Oh, that would be making more interesting. Actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's should be on yeah. air. Yeah. Speaking of, can you replace Silent Micah? I mean, you have the skills, yeah. right? Uh, I could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to dial up. Your... What are you going to say about it, Micah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was way out of line. Uh, wow. I think you're going to have to learn to be a little more verbose. Yeah. All right. Cross the line. Well, man, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It was great. Absolutely. And we're glad that you're in Rock Hill. Me too. Good. Very much so. All right. Well, peace out, Girl Scout. See you next week on Old Town New World.